0: Welcome back to J&J Lose the Plot, a podcast about two friends just talking about things that they like. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Joel. And today we'll be talking about the great movie, The Labyrinth, from Jim Henson.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we uh, just jump into like our normal topic, we're going to kind of just shoot the shit and you know, catch up as friends, and then we'll jump into our discussion. We'll probably do that every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I guess we'll just jump right into it. So, is there anything you yeah. wanna wanna chat about today?
1: Uh, not not too much. I okay. mean, uh, there was I saw a couple of things. Uh, apparently, St- Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he's doing the Last Blood Rambo, but apparently, he wants to do a prequel after this one. Oh, interesting. And I saw that. Funko wants to do a Funko, or a oh, pop figure movie, which oh is going to be pretty much as successful as the Ugly Dolls movie, I bet you.
0: Yeah. That's Hachi Machi. The, these oh. Funko pop things, uh, I, I like them. I think it's, it's a very interesting concept that they've yes. come up with a, an extremely simple generic design. But they can yep. take any character from any property and translate uh-huh. it into this 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 you know this design, yeah. this format. And it really works because you can take things that are – that's from like a 2D animated movie. Like you can take Little Mermaid and then somebody like Shrek and then put them next to Sylvester Stallone's Rambo. And you can put all of yeah. these different characters next to each other mm. and they look like they belong together. And it's kind of a yeah. nice interesting way to – Collect yeah. things and have it all in like a single set and they still go together. So that's really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, they've kind of that blown movie. up and went but crazy. But as you
1: explained like, it though, I realized it's basically just the Lego figure, the minifigs. So exactly. So they did a pretty good Lego movie, the first one. Yeah. Like, so maybe it could be good, but I guess it's hard to do the Lego movie again now that Lego movies have been right. out. Right.
0: And the Lego movie too. So the Lego movie is pretty much a two hour long commercial. Yes, and so but it was funny commercial, right? And so is so is Ugly Dolls, and so will so will the uh, the Funko Pop movie that this it'll be the yeah. same thing. But if you can sell that commercial as a heartfelt story, then you're doing mm-hmm. your job right. I was very skeptical yeah. going into the Lego Movie, and I ended up yeah. loving it. It's it's one yeah. of the best movies of that year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and. Yeah, they, they really filled it with a lot of fun characters, a really, like, heartfelt story that surprisingly tugs on your heartstrings. So, maybe Funko yeah. can do this, but, like, Funko's not really a kid's toy. It's a, no. it's and like there's... an adult collector's item. It's not... Yeah,
1: but I, I bet you
0: kids are probably into it. I, I'm sure, but, like, there's no kid collecting Funko Pops and playing with them as action figures, right? Like... I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll have to make a poll. You have yeah, kids? let yeah, us know. Maybe. <laughs> it, yeah, it just seems a little, I don't know, out of place. But yeah, because
1: there's Play Playmobile, no Playmobile, um, Legos, and what's the other figurine that's like Legos with some longer arms? Yeah, Playmobile movie's coming out. Okay, Playmobil, yeah, yeah it's yeah. coming out. I mean, it feels like it's just a Lego movie. So that's the danger: is that if you go too much like the Lego movie, you're just gonna yeah, be you're repeating Lego movie. it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's 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 dangerous.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess we'll see with the Funko. I mean, there's really no details at all about it. No, but, it's just the, the
1: owner or the CEO said, I want to make a movie. And right. I bet you a bunch of people are starting to flock to him and being like, I want to make your movie.
0: And because every single property from uh, everywhere around the world, it has a Funko Pop toy yeah. that, you know. Well, it's the same thing with Lego, right? Exactly. Like Gandalf, so wasn't it? Superman, Batman. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they could do a lot of fun parody moments yeah. and, you know, a fun parody story and there's, I'm yep. sure, there's there's, tons of jokes to have there with all these different characters interacting with yeah, each other. and they do
1: but, have like, they do have more than Lego, because like, Lego doesn't have any of the horror movies which was Pop right. does, so it might actually be a venue where they can make like a pop uh, like a horror character but
0: actually make right. them like different, like and funnier, I don't know. Yeah, I guess too, it's going to be difficult to get all the different license licenses for a movie. Yeah. I'm sure, like I'm sure not Marvel and DC might not be in it. It was a miracle no, exactly. that some of the Disney properties ended up being in the Lego movie, but, yeah. Because they they had DC characters are a very big part of the, the Lego movie series, and yeah. then you, but you also do have Star Wars characters, yeah, in it. So, I mean, was it? I wonder if it was in production before. Oh, Disney? that's possible with but
1: Star Wars so they that, may, may have already signed the deals right? you know like, what
0: that is very possible because I think Lego Movie yeah. came out in what 2013? 20, right. 2013 2013 2014 I'm gonna have to google that now but and oh, then cool. and then 2015 is when Force Awakens came out and that was after um D- Disney 2014 so the deals were probably already signed then. Yeah, it's very possible that they because it's probably like five or four years mm-hmm. before the movie came out. Right. So yeah, that's probably what it was. But also, <laughs> Star Wars also was in development definitely before 2015. About that yes. year. So who knows? Yeah, it was probably around that time. So maybe they yeah. can learn to play along again. I don't remember if, um, if any Marvel or Disney or uh, Star Wars characters were in the sequel. No, I don't recall yeah. there being any like. It's not a very rare movie. N- no, the second one was kind of. Uh, yeah, it was it was a little bit of a letdown from from the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, they they had a lot of fun characters in the sequel, but it didn't really add up. Like having Chris Pratt. Spoiler alert, I guess if you haven't seen it, it came out last year. Uh, but mm-hmm. Chris Pratt was was able to like play a, an evil version of himself almost, and played like right. Uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic Park, like you know, all in one Lego character, so that was kind of fun with the Raptors, but yeah, it, it just kind of felt empty compared to the first one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. But but speaking of Jurassic Park, yeah. Did you see yeah. this Jurassic World Short Battle of Big Rock? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What did you think? I I feel like I don't know. Like I was excited but mm. also disappointed. Okay. Um, I think because I love dinosaurs so much that I think <laughs> any footage with dinosaurs in it, I just get pretty excited. But I think, I don't know. I think because the Jurassic World two was so so bad. Yeah. It. And they only they only released twenty dinosaurs. That the first thing you hear is like a Triceratops uh, has been born on the U.S. soil today, marking the first naturally born blah blah blah. And I was like, ah, oh, but they don't. They only released like twenty dinosaurs. It's not enough to make this like. You know yeah. the whole the whole of the United States and Canada and North America to be like overrun with dinosaurs. So I just I don't know. I think because the the setup was so weak that I'm just looking at it with like a yeah know, a tinted a tinted eye. So so but but the but first the time, scene
0: itself was pretty fun. Yeah, the first I mean. time I watched the short, I really loved it and I had a lot of fun and it was actually mm-hmm. kind of scary. Like it it, it had mm-hmm. a little bit more of like a horror aspect to it. And I'm sure they got away with that because it was more of a short. But then after watching it, I was thinking about it, and then I just everything from Jurassic World to Fallen Kingdom flashed back in my (laughs) mind, and it just left such a bad taste in my mouth. Where I was like, Mm -hmm.
1: I think that's pretty much what I had too. I was like, oh, baby dinosaur, like that's cool, so good. And then they fought, and I.
0: Like when he hit the dinosaur with the metal pole, I was like, "That wouldn't work." But I was still yeah. like, oh, "That's cool." Yeah, though. it's fun, and um, yeah, and, and I, mm-hmm. I really like the characters too. Like mm-hmm. they don't they don't really give you a lot of time to establish this family, but no. they they just give you like enough hints to kind of get their characters characterization for this yep. short eight minute you know movie, and mm-hmm. then. You're you do feel scared when when they're in danger, you, like the kids yeah. and the baby. And it, it, I think
1: it would be pretty cool too if the movie, and I know it's not
0: going to be, mm-hmm. but the movie was about the little girl that shot the yeah. Oh, oh the I'm crossbow. I'm sure it's going to be about Owen and Claire breaking up yeah. and then getting back together, getting again. back together. that yeah. world that's destroyed by dinosaurs. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's a, that's another thing I think that benefited it. It didn't have any of the other characters. It was yep. able to just be its own little contained mm-hmm. story, which was yeah, yep. really good. Yeah. So it it made me a little bit hopeful and kind of wanna see where they're gonna go with another Jurassic yeah. world movie, but well, man, I mean if they
1: if they manage to make it like a zombie survival movie split with dinosaurs good. with a high budget, like that's I'm pretty excited if like if you throw all those words at me, I right. think it's pretty
0: exciting. But but it's also just like uh, it's so far away from what a Jurassic Park movie is. Yes. So it's like it's hard to like be excited about it. I don't know that mm-hmm. the the Jurassic World the first Jurassic World movie was fine. Yeah, it was kind of a fun, fun. continuation. Yep. The second one, I absolutely oh my god. hated it. Oh my god. I don't think I've been able goodness. to watch it in one sitting. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I was miserable yeah. watching that movie. Yeah. It's oof. It's it's tough. It's a tough when mm-hmm. you to get through. There's a lot of bad stuff in that movie. A lot of yeah. bad stuff. Oh. They bring all the dinosaurs to North America into a mm-hmm. mansion. Do something bad. Yeah. Oh, to, to a basement.
1: But that's that's the thing is that the basement <laughs> Like even if they made it just a bigger compound, I would have accepted that maybe we didn't see right. all the dinosaurs. So, it, like we could have seen a big shot of multiple dinosaurs leaving. But it's just a basement. Like even if it's a very very big basement, it's still not a big enough basement for mm-hmm. more than like a couple dozens dinosaurs. Yeah. So it they wouldn't they wouldn't be enough to, to invade <sighs> like to be an invasive species yeah. on a whole continent that has a winter. Yeah. Like I just it anyway. We'll see what they do. Yeah. I'm still gonna see it eventually, maybe not in theaters, but
0: yeah, this one, the the sequel, the third one might be a movie I skip.
1: Yeah, who knows? I'll now, say if that we're, but if then, we're still doing this podcast,
0: yeah. maybe it'll be a fun one for us to go watch and mm-hmm. make fun of on the on the uh, on the podcast. But yep, Ugh. yeah, it was uh, it was definitely rough, but the, I I am pretty excited and optimistic after seeing the the. Short. The short. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. So, So, anything else you want to uh, chat about before we jump in? I...
1: No, I think okay. I'm, I'm ready to jump oh, in because I actually, got a few things well, to talk
0: about. One, one other thing, real quick, we'll just kind of mention. Mm hmm. Uh, Ash Ketchum finally won a Pokemon League. Oh, yeah, I saw a picture of that. I didn't mention yeah. it, but I didn't. So that's yeah, pretty, good for him. Exciting. After 22 years. Yeah, he's show. the he oldest finally, ten year old. Right, I think he. I think he technically won. I didn't he win the Orange Island League?
1: I don't know. I can't. I don't remember. remember
0: but I also, I'm but, not sure that's an official league. Yeah, maybe it's not. I mean, it must not be because he he must not have won it because everybody's talking about how he just won his first yeah. league. So, but that's yeah, it's kind of cool. Like I said, I really love the the Sun and Moon so show. A little, a little clap
1: for Ash Ketchum.
0: Yeah, clap, clap, there we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the Sun and Moon TV show is is a nice like refresh of the series. I like I mm. haven't like followed Pokemon for a while. The TV show, yeah. Um, I watched it, the
1: original and then Sun
0: and Moon. I kind of skipped a few there. Yeah, yeah. I've seen episodes here and there from the series, and it's it's the same. It's it's a fun kids, you know, show that ties into a video game. But the the art and animation in Sun and Moon really improved they mm. they changed it's, ash's yeah, design a bit really to make nice. him seem like a 10-year-old kid again and he's yeah. in school and it's more about the pokemon and less about him going and trying to beat the league and you know it's yeah. it is really uh an and improvement he's still, he's still stupid but a lot less stupid yeah and because he acts like a kid now when he's stupid yeah. you forgive him because yeah. he's a child yeah he's learning mm-hmm. yeah so okay yeah let's let's jump into talking about Labyrinth. Yeah. Let me ask you uh, what your favorite puppet is first, though. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite movie puppet? Uh, I think one of my favorite movie puppets has to be the Gremlins and Gizmo from from Gremlins. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, though, those are some of my favorite movies. I really love Gremlins. The first Gremlins I saw when I was really little. Uh, I saw it on TV during Christmas... It actually played like late at night on one of the the kids' channels as like a spooky movie, and I remember as a kid going, "Whoa, this is a fun horror movie!" And I, like, I was I was a little bit scared throughout the movie at different parts, but it was still I still had fun with it. I really really enjoyed watching it. Uh, Some of the things that stood out was was were the uh, the scenes with with the mom in the kitchen. And she mm-hmm. has like this huge butcher's oh, knife, she and she's going after and yeah, like that. That like <laughs> yeah. was so scary to me as a kid. And like she yeah. throws one in the, I mean, it still one in stands the up too. And, like it's fun. Yeah,
1: and yeah. pops and yeah,
0: yeah. And then in in the sequel, they go absolutely buck wild. <laughs> the The first one is this like tame kind of comedy yeah. horror. Yeah. And then in the sequel, they go full comedy with it. It is one hundred percent a comedy. It's, it's so, absolutely ridiculous, yeah. off the wall, yeah. funny. And they mm-hmm. they really kind of um explored too with the, the different gremlins designs. They weren't kind of like the yeah. same thing over and over again. Yeah. So they, they were you know, one was like a Looney Tunes gremlin and one was like a bat, and yeah. uh, you know, there was all these different designs that they had and they kind of explored more with the puppets in the sequel which was a lot of fun so yeah that's that's definitely Mm -hmm. one of my favorites what about you joel what's your favorite movie puppet
1: uh you know what i was gonna say chamberlain and i think i still am gonna say chamberlain okay because it's just the it's just very very good and i i I think because he's probably the puppet that i was more intrigued about my entire life but talk about horror movies the the alien queen I mean that's just a, oh yeah that's just a killer puppet you know I mean I know there's a lot more than puppetry going on there but right it like that whole thing is just i don't no, know that the Alien definitely counts. Are, are just yeah yeah, are just really good and i kind of forgot about the horror spectrum till yeah till you brought it up so oh that's would, great that's yeah, a really yeah, good those two yeah i mean those two are the most memorable mm-hmm. besides like the really commercial like remember uh, the frog and stuff but right. no, i i think i feel and, like those are just like and i think yoda I too i remember them yeah. yeah. Like Yoda yeah, Yoda's, Yoda's is a huge
0: Yoda. one. I think what I really like about Yoda is that he's very he's a very believable puppet. Yes. Uh the, in in the Star Wars franchise it's kind of rooted in like the, the effects are supposed to be realistic and be real. Mm-hmm. Where in something like yeah. Labyrinth you can you can feel that they're puppets and it's a little bit more whimsical. Star yeah. Wars, they, they wanted Yoda to feel more real and rooted yeah, in reality. Like a, in, in at yeah. least the Star Wars reality. Yeah. And Frank Oz did an absolutely amazing yeah. job with that puppet and making mm-hmm. it just look so real. Just feel, yeah, real. Yeah. It so I, I wanted actually, to throw it Actually an there and like a real mention. character. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So we yeah. Uh, we actually threw this question out to our audience as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we have, so listen, this is only our third episode. We have a very small audience right now. Mm-hmm. There are hundreds of podcasts where they talk just about my, movies. Just my mom. It. Yeah. Yeah. My mom too. Yeah. She's a big fan. Actually, I don't think, I don't know if, if my parents haven't listened. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask them. Uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so we threw this out to our Facebook page and our Twitter and we asked people to, uh, let us know what their favorite movie puppet was. So we did get, we did actually get a couple of, of people message us surprisingly for our first, uh, First question out to the audience, so I can I'll read a couple of those now. Um, our f- friend of the podcast, PJ Magooey, uh commented on on Facebook talking about Chucky, and mm-hmm. she was talking about how she's always been a fan of horror, and Chucky was one of the you know scarier characters when she was a kid, and it is a little bit cheesy and kind of goofy, but she yeah. she loves you know, that as
1: a, I used like, to watch those movies a lot. Yeah. Cause, just Cause they were so cheesy, but like still fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and as a kid too, I remember watching it and being like a little bit scared, but not like, but still enjoying it. It was like that fun yeah. kind of like, I, I know I should be scared, but this is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And something about puppetry that just makes the movie a bit funner.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then we have, uh, Chloe Mole and uh, Eric Bomke. I'm sorry if I'm, but I'm sure I'm butchering everyone's name. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, we have, uh, they they were talking about Muppets. They, they really love the Muppets. Chloe's mm-hmm. favorite was the Swedish chef. Mm-hmm. And uh, Blind Pew from Treasure Island. The mm-hmm. Muppets Treasure Island. So yeah, some we got a ones. couple. Yeah, we got a couple of good ones. So yeah, I'm 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 happy that uh, we have some f- you know fan feedback and mm-hmm. uh, you know people kind of continuing the, the the discussion and you know talking with us because that's kind of what this is. This whole thing's about is it's just you and me talking about stuff that we like. So I'd mm-hmm. like that conversation to continue with you guys that are listening. So, uh, yeah. yeah, tune in, uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and each week we'll probably ask a question. We You know, we probably won't get to everybody's answers or comments each week, but we'll probably throw out a question, uh, often and you might, you know, get a chance to kind of have a little cameo on the podcast. Well, something. Yeah. I and mean, we'll, maybe we'll ask you to ask us questions. Yeah. We'll yeah. Of course. Yeah, and even you know suggestions for what you want us to talk about on on our next podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll maybe we'll have an episode where you guys decide what we watch yeah. next. So yeah, we'll have some fun. All
1: right, it. can we can we jump in this movie Let's already?
0: Jump into because this movie.
1: Did you know that David Bowie wasn't the one moving those balls? Like that's not his hand. Yeah, that's his his hand's a puppet. That's
0: crazy. It's just some other guy that's behind him. I I completely forgot about. David Bowie's Fushigi balls, yeah that's that's
1: because uh, so well done like for me it, like yeah. yeah I didn't I didn't know that till after the movie I watched a little uh, making of and I was really that's wow. really cool it's... I did not know that yeah yeah so that his right hand is somebody else and the, huh. and that's always standing behind him
0: Wow hmm. that's, that's probably why cool. he has a cape hmm. oh that's true yeah. Yep. I don't know why that cape couldn't wrap around and maybe hide his bulge throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, he did not wear a dancer's belt. No, did he? he did not wear a dancer's belt. He really did. There's a lot of definition there's there. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, that was probably the scariest part of the movie. <laughs> Which, um, the
1: first, I think the first song, it looks like they specifically edited it to just be right above where it would start. <laughs> oh, the yeah. whole time was was just like, just where it would be, and I was like, "That looks on purpose." Because yeah. every shot, it's not showing it. And then after the after that, it's
0: just all the time, just all the time. It doesn't all help that the, that all of the characters around him are waist Watch height level. Yeah,
1: yeah. That must have been a time for the people in the costumes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. At least yeah. they probably couldn't see because they're
0: in full gear. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah. So, what did you think about the 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 music? The songs. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I, I like David Bowie's like m- m- more popular songs. Uh-huh. I find sometimes, I think it's my fault though, that I have a hard time uh, following the lyrics. So when they're a part of a movie, I find that I have a hard time being like, what's the song actually right. telling me? Like, I listen to the music and it's a nice music and nice vocals, but I don't actually get the message because I. Th- for I just don't Yeah. Like I, it doesn't connect for me.
0: I feel you there. I think that the music was, was good and the songs were great, but it, mm-hmm. it also didn't always feel like it was part of the story. Yeah. Where where usually good songs in plays or musicals further the like plot enhance the
1: feeling. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. They they tell you what the characters are feeling and then they mm-hmm. they do that through song and they usually enhance the plot in that way. Yeah. So I, I think that was a little bit lost in these songs, but I still enjoyed yeah, I them so. nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we'll also talk about this movie for me. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't watched this probably in 20 years. It's been wow. very long. Like, I remember watching this in like, yeah. you know, when I was probably four years old. Yeah. So it's been like a re- very, very long time since I've seen this movie. And revisiting yeah. it, I had so much fun.
1: It was like yeah. it was like watching right. it for the
0: first time again. It was, right? It was really great. Um, yeah, well, it, me too. Because I don't think I've watched it in full length. Like I would catch it on,
1: like it would be on TV, so I would like okay. on. So I would see like from when she jumped in the labyrinth to the end. But I never, I don't think I've seen it from bookend to bookend okay. since probably twenty years as well. Okay, maybe last like, ten or so. But yeah, it's been a long time. So it yeah. was, it was. Similar, to,
0: like the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a very timeless story too. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's one of those those stories and those movies where the the character creation and the design and the amount of detail that they put into these puppets and mm-hmm. how great the, you know they, they. For me, the set work too is oh, just man, fantastic, it's beautiful, and and that's what makes this movie timeless to me. Mm-hmm. It's this, you know, it, I I felt almost nostalgic watching it. And yeah. I and I didn't even remember any of it,
1: mm-hmm. so it, it
0: it really had that like you know uh, heartwarming rewatch for me. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, less
1: less on my end. I think I think because I think I was comparing to Dark Crystal. Yeah, and I think I do like even though I think um, Labyrinth is a stronger movie, mm-hmm. but I think I do like the the story. In Dark I guess Crystal the, the material in Dark Crystal yeah. more. But I mean, the story is delivered
0: a little less good. I, I way, agree but... with you. So yeah. speaking of Dark Crystal, mm-hmm. uh, this is actually almost like Jim H- Henson's answer to the Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal came out a couple of years before this, before this in okay. 82. Yep. And it was, it was well received, but it was also a little bit criticized for being really dark and scary right which it yeah. it definitely is and if yeah. you watch the new show it gets even more brutal yeah mm-hmm. uh but so they they wanted to make something a little bit more for the family and something that kids can enjoy so yeah. he started writing you know coming up with this idea for labyrinth and he mm-hmm. worked with a writer named terry jones and terry jones and jim had uh Disagreements throughout the whole process of writing this, oh, and okay. then once they casted jareth they, uh, David Bowie as jareth he also had certain demands too, where he needed right. s- his songs in it. Certain he, scenes and they songs. Needed, yeah, okay. They need he needed it to be a musical, which yeah. to me explains. It's probably why they, yeah they feel out of place, right? Why why a lot of the yeah. times the songs feel out of place in the movie, and mm-hmm. for me, if I'm looking at it. Uh, for me, when I was looking at the movie, it felt at times disjointed, and it felt like mm-hmm. they had a lot of things that they wanted to do, and they kind yeah. of piled it all on top of itself to yeah, fit everything like, in. Yeah, some characters and kind just of, pop in like just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it kind of just goes from one cool thing to the next to the next to the next to the next, and at times it feels a little disjointed and not completely fleshed out as a story. Yeah, but. At the same time, I can forgive it for doing that because of how well they have created this world and the characters in it and mm-hmm. how believable and how good the story, the, uh, the world building is. They don't really yeah. give you a lot of details of how these characters live, but they almost show you that yeah. within – you know with, with the characters' designs and, yeah, and the props and, and the, the, props, like what the they're sets. Doing. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, even down mm-hmm. to, like, just one character alone. I talk about the guy who comes and uh, gives her advice on how to get to the castle. And he's got, like, the bird as the hat. Oh, yes. He, yeah. he, he's, like, he's kind of, he's very old and wrinkly. And he's got this huge, yeah. you know, long beard. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's dirty and disheveled. And he has this, like, talking bird on the top of his head and they kind of have banter back and forth and you don't really get any details about this character but you can still see that they've lived so much in this world yeah i was
1: gonna say like they've been in that labyrinth for a long time they all felt like they've been there for like maybe a sickeningly amount of time Mm -hmm. like they're all kind of tired of being there but they're all defensive of it yeah so it it really works same thing with the shield the shield dudes too that protect the door right where they had, like, the bottom head and the top head. Those are really fun. Yeah,
0: stuff. they almost looked like a playing card. Yeah. I kind of think, yeah, they, they were great. So yeah. there, there's so many different things in this movie that just work. And they, they work all together, not necessarily because the story is strong. Because I think the story is a little bit weak. Mm-hmm. But it's because the yeah, characters I find, are so I find
1: good. Yeah, I find, too, the story, like, the build-up is really good. I find the ending is where I lost it. Like, I okay. was just like, oh, I don't... Like, I didn't really understand, like... Like, Jared's character, I didn't really understand what he was about anymore. Like, he kind of had, like, maybe a... It looked like he kind of had a crush on the main girl. Yeah. And, I, and it was kind of like, is that what this is? Or do you want the... Like, I don't... Yeah. I think because we never knew really why he wanted the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't very ever... Like, he wanted it to become a goblin, but, like, it was And then one of the songs says he has voodoo magic, but I don't, like we don't see why he wants the baby so it's just weird then that he like he tries to convince the girl that he did all of this for her yeah but all the time he was trying to like basically kill her so it i find the ending kind of just like yeah me around a little bit and i i, I kind of lost the the vibe
0: i also think at the beginning of the movie they didn't necessarily grab me on the the main character either the girl i really right. did not like her at the beginning. she's kind of the kinda movie. just a brat oh she sucked yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I was not rooting for her at all. And Toby sucked too. He
1: just cried all the time, freaking baby. You uh, dumb baby. You dumb baby.
0: Uh, yeah, she really sucked. Like, yeah. So she starts off like reciting this book mm-hmm. in the park, and then she realizes she's late to babysit her baby brother because her yep. father and stepmother are going on a date. So she has to watch mm-hmm. the kid. And immediately she just starts talking about how she hates this poor baby. And yeah. like, like she when her parents leave she picks up the baby I thought that she was gonna like shake the baby Chuck she was it. like <laughs> yeah, she was like I'm done with she you she was completely <laughs> disgusted by this baby and yeah. so rude and she like immediately was like Ugh, I hate this baby I wish I think
1: like maybe a montage of her being like Ugh. put inside over and over again yeah to lead up to why she hated this baby so much I mean they alluded to it but they didn't show us enough that yeah. it made it more like she's the she's the bad one and the baby's just yeah, was there, and the stepmother like was just like, "Oh, I'm just asking my daughter to babysit my son for one night. Like it doesn't seem that bad, mm-hmm. but if we had a montage of it happening like every night, yeah, and maybe the stepmother being like maybe a bit more mean or something."
0: Mm-hmm. And this this world too also seems weird. Like, is this in her imagination?
1: Yeah, I'm think? not. That's or that's the other it's thing too. Like
0: world, like because at the be- yeah. at the beginning she she's thinking and talking out loud about not wanting the this Golden baby and, and this baby to be yeah. gone get out of here baby Yeah. and then yeah and then the goblins like you can hear her
1: but then the goblins like come in the world and they take the baby yeah. so i feel like if they didn't take the baby i might agree
0: with you and then at the end of the but... movie too though she's back in up. the world and it's like nothing happened mhm and then they show up again just to kind of have a conclusion i guess with those characters and they just dance, and they dance. They wear like, just, party they just hats. become good, they, I guess. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: So the yeah that's where the end, uh, like the whole ending kind of confuses me. But yeah,
0: it was also a kids' movie. So yeah, but the thing is though, I, I hate using that as an excuse for. A movie. That's true. Yeah. I, Personally, I, hurt I, I, I really like because because just because it's the the main audience is for kids doesn't mean that it shouldn't have substance. Mm-hmm. right look at the lego movie. like a concise story yep. yeah it's a literally a movie about or legos or lion king it's cartoon lions but you you care about the characters you get emotional with the characters yep. and it is a kid's movie yep. but you, you still feel something and it still tells a really great story mm-hmm. so yeah unfortunately the the story really kind of fell a little bit flat for me but the yep. journey was such was so much fun that I it kind and of forgave the it.
1: The characters were so unique. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because even even the the forest scene
1: with like the pink and red puppets. Yeah, they're like they're like monkey flamingos. <laughs> they were I know, fun. Like the best I can... Yeah, they're fun, but like the yeah. the CG in that place was so Ooh, not good. That was yeah. That but... was
0: one part in the movie where I was like, Hachi, Machi, that is rough. It's rough. Yeah, yeah it, it's that, rough. that's. I think that was the only time where it really felt dated. Yeah, because so I think I think for me a lot of times like I was like, why isn't this
1: a real shot? Why aren't they on a real floor? Yeah. I don't understand. And, and I know the it's because I think those puppets were puppeted by two people each, and there's a lot of right. Like, and it looked like they were happening.
0: like the feet were like attached to the puppeteer's feet, so they were probably mm-hmm. in like a green suit. Yeah, and and they probably. like they were there on set, so that whole thing yeah. had to be CGI'd. And yeah, 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 it was um a little rough, but, but again, it's, it was charming and mm-hmm. well, that's what I was going to say, like, even though the technique was weak,
1: yeah, it was still fun to watch because mm-hmm. it's like, there's so much
0: cool things going on that. You, yeah. You forgive it. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun.
1: Hmm.
0: So yeah, I, I, uh, I definitely enjoyed this movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Has a lot of heart, and even though yeah. it's it's a little bit dated, while watching it, it still feels timeless. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird combination of the two, where you yeah. can tell it's it's very much a product of its time, but also yes, you have fun with it. You know, nonetheless, because of how great the characters were and, and the designs and mm-hmm. you know the puppetry. It's it's so yeah, it's super yeah. good. And there's a farting swamp and the farting swamp, the bog of and eternal it made me stench. Laugh. Yeah, it made me laugh. That was yeah. That I won't lie, that farts. was goofy and mm-hmm. a lot of fun.
1: Yep. And the the guy the the, the new the last new character that joins her the
0: he like had yeah, like the little dog. the fox knight. He's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is the same dog, right?
0: As the start of the movie, I'd say. Ambrose. Yeah. Which is another yeah. reason why I thought. Um, yeah, imagination. It was part of the imagination because the the dog that this character rides in the the labyrinth. Is also mm-hmm. her real life dog.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I, I could, I, I could buy that. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
1: why they have a dance party, like without the parents noticing that there's people dancing with right. her. So she, maybe she just made up a world.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe.
1: And there was a creepy like thirty four year old man that wasn't wearing a dancer's <laughs> belt oh. in there. <laughs> oh,
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Ludo Ludo was a lot of fun too. I thought uh, the the. Oh, big yeah, guy rock that could, <laughs> yeah they, they could call the rocks that was interesting. it was a cool
1: it was a cool power too like it was yeah. it's not usual right so it's kind of fun
0: yeah the rocks just roll mm-hmm. and hoggle was was yeah. pretty good the, the 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 animatronics in the face were so good for so hoggle. good yeah um mm-hmm. and i think it all goes down to the eyes the eyes were really yeah. well done and because the eyes moved a lot and moved yep. to to show you which direction they, they were looking, they were so mm-hmm. much better than, than the main characters in the Dark Crystal. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, the eyes were a lot more yeah, alive. Very, yeah. In, in in the Dark Crystal, the Gelfling puppets, mm-hmm. their eyes felt dead. Yeah. Because they didn't move and they felt very stiff. Yeah. But uh yeah, this uh this uh puppet for Hoggle was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Really great. Okay, actually, so another thing too, this movie was when it came out flopped. Hmm. I don't know if you know this. It really no. did extremely poor. Hmm.
1: That's surprising because even George Lucas was on it. I
0: think as a yeah, producer, was he? Yeah, or executive producer. So they yeah, executive producer, I believe.
1: With David Bowie in there, you think it would right? Make a, you know, but it was
0: it was yeah. Critics panned it. It really kind of flopped when it came out. The Dark Crystal yeah. had a budget of fifteen million dollars. Okay. So after the success of Dark Crystal, they got a little bit more money for for a Labyrinth, right? And they had a twenty five million dollar budget. Hmm. I do, there's no stats for how much it made worldwide. Mm-hmm. It I can I could only find what it made domestically in the U S alone. It's not even in Canada, right. but it only right. made thirteen million. yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they made that money back now. Yes. So it actually became like a cult classic through DVD sales and, and like local screenings and stuff like that. And it became what it is today because of the DVD market and, you know, showing it on TV. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, yeah, yeah, it, it became this cult classic after it just completely flopped at the box office. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, the, yeah, the DVD sales were really good for this this movie. Yeah.
1: I think nostalgia probably, which is yeah, it's weird that they only made thirty million because it seems like everyone knows about it, right? You know, yeah, but it's yeah, it's weird. So yeah, but yeah uh, Another thing, uh, there was an artist in uh, from Weta that made a board game for Labyrinth oh. that looked really like super cool. Like yeah, so he actually sculpted like a uh, f- uh, like small scale replica of the whole labyrinth And, oh. like there's this gate, like I think you move pieces and stuff. I think it might have been a Kickstarter. Anyway, That's it looks really cool. cool. Yeah. But I think it was like you needed a whole table to set it up and it was quite the the challenge. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That
0: sounds really interesting. Yeah. But he did a lot of initial work and stuff. Yeah. really cool. But yeah, all in all, I think I, I really enjoyed watching Labyrinth. Uh, it had like, I think it had a theme throughout the movie that paid off in the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And to me, at least, like, for me, the the theme of this movie was letting go of your past and moving on and kind of growing up. And you kind of get that because, you know, the the main character is kind of awful at the beginning of the movie and very protective of her stuff and bratty and doesn't really want to take responsibility for her little brother. And she wants things to be how they used to be. And it's really a story about moving on and letting go. Yeah, and realizing that not everything's fair. Right. And you, you, you kind of return to that theme when she's going through the labyrinth and she has to let go of her preconceived notions of how things should be
1: and Mm, kind of let go
0: of that and learn to kind of roll with the punches and, you know, learn how to live differently to survive this place, to get to the, to the center where the castle is. Yeah. And, uh, even when she is, uh, underground in that like replica of her house and there's that old lady there holding all of this stuff and hoarding it on oh her. yeah and she keeps mm-hmm. piling up all of her toys yeah that's actually probably one of my favorite scenes yeah that,
1: it feels like it's the scene that has the most like emotional
0: impact for sure and she yeah. she realizes that she's holding on to all of these things when mm-hmm. the thing that's really important is her family and saving the little yeah she gave it away yeah So Mm -hmm. at the at the end, when she returns home, she's packing up all her stuff and and kind of sorting through what's important and what's not in her life. So Mm -hmm. so there is, I think, a theme that is carried throughout the movie. It just I think. You it's it's a little bit hard to see at times because the plot kind of just does whatever it wants. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. So what do you give it? What rating do you give it? Uh, oh, I'm not really good at this whole ratings. It's it's timeless. It's a timeless classic. That's okay, I
1: the other two I made it up. So just make up a, a rating. Okay, Let's do it. Um, I give three, it two, one, go.
0: A, a, I give it a fourteen out of fifteen. Ooh, it's it's pretty good. It's it's definitely not the best it could be. No, but I absolutely love it for what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely an accomplishment. You know,
1: there's not a lot of movies out there like
0: it. So right. It's obviously hard to make. Yeah, and... I, I can't really think of another movie that's too similar. Like, I'm sure that there are, but, like, off the top of my head, that's very. It kind of stands yeah. on its own. Dark Crystal yeah. is kind of up there with it. Yeah. Um, I think
1: for me, like, Dark Crystal, like, if some, anybody was, like, want to watch Dark Crystal, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. Just because, I don't know. Uh, that one has so much going on mm-hmm. in the world. Like, just like little plants that are, like, moving and like all this stuff right. whereas uh labyrinth has more like there's a lot of stuff in the world but most of it is like items to make it look like you lived in yeah whereas the other ones like nature so it's all little creatures and like all this interesting stuff mm-hmm. that if you can watch it and find new things all yeah. the time yeah so that's really cool
0: yeah so did you have like a favorite part in this movie like something that stood out to you like on the puppetry side of it or the effects
1: I think I mean the, the classic um, the hole that falls down with the hands. Yeah, that, that I think that's the most memorable scene. That, that's that's exactly um, what I was thinking of. Yeah, that was, just because it's so cool how they make all the different faces with their hands, right? And they make them talk and like clearly the puppet the puppet master couldn't actually see what he was doing. Yeah, so it had to be like from memory and And, and it's feeling. multiple
0: puppeteers working together yeah. to create it. Working, it's, yeah, it was a lot of super fun. cool. Um, are you are you all caught up with the Dark Crystal show? No, okay. no. Um, episode six. Okay, they do play homage to that. I think scene Ooh. in the Dark Crystal TV series. Yeah, and I didn't, re- I didn't realize it because I, I, I'm done the Dark Crystal series, so going back and watching Labyrinth, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool, you know, Easter egg they kind of yeah. added in. So
1: that's cool. I will look forward to that. Yeah. So yeah, don't that, tell me anything more. I will. Yeah, I
0: won't say anything else. I'll kill you. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. You can I should... Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, that that scene stood out to me as one of the better puppeteering moments. I really also liked yeah. the the rock, which is Gotham funny because it's faces. just hands.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that too. The the because they're so they feel so
0: large and they're, they're still moving. Yeah, they were they were fun, unique, and they had personality yeah. too. Like the one, like come on, it's been years since I've said this <laughs> yeah. line. Like that <laughs> yeah, was dust is like falling fun. out of his mouth. Yeah, uh, and then the yeah. and then the door knockers too Mm -hmm. how there's two right next to each other you have to decide which one which door you want to go to one of the knockers has you know the knocker part plugged into his ear so he can't hear and the other one's holding in his mouth and he can't talk so it's kind of a fun goofy way to do it and then she's got to trick him into uh putting the the knocker back into his mouth yeah great it's so great and and that is what makes this movie so timeless and and fun it's not yep. because that has nothing to do with the story. That that moment does not just further the themes. plot at all. Yeah, but it's so fun and creative and fresh that you don't care. You're having fun watching it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, going back to what we were talking about with Jurassic World, there mm-hmm. I'm sure that there are a lot of fun moments in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, and you know, with the, with the dinosaurs and it's always fun to see them yeah. and interacting with people. I but mean, it's not, it's not really charming. You don't really care about the characters. They're not doing anything no. fun or, you know, new with it. It feels kind no. of tired and boring. And it felt like, you know, like they, you know, it, nothing really connected or, or, you know, worked right. And with, mm-hmm. with this, it doesn't really connect to the plot, but it's so fun and creative and, and, good yeah i feel like well I'm... it fits the tone if it it's the tone yeah. of the movie
1: and it it, it 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 just lets you like just feel that like there's
0: a lot of puzzles kind mm-hmm.
1: of thing in this in this labyrinth like it, it just sets the tone and the feeling of of what the, the story is gonna yeah
0: be. and I, I feel like i'm repeating myself over and over again by saying how timeless and creative and fun it is but it's so mm-hmm. true that is really what is so great about this movie
1: mm-hmm Looks like we, we we get to the we we got to the end of the labyrinth. Oh. Nope, you do one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: so it looks like we're we got to the end of the labyrinth. <laughs> uh, you have to leave some of the sand. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a fun movie, and I definitely recommend that if you haven't seen this movie, to go and watch it. Yeah, and, just enjoy. it. And if you have, it's a good pull of popcorn. Yeah. If you have, it's definitely something that's fun to revisit and you'll, you'll have fun with it. Yep. Hmm. Agreed. Perfect. It gets our seal of approval. Boom. Boom. Approved. Josh, what are we watching next week? Okay. Yeah. So you picked this movie this week. So it's my turn to pick and then we're going to alternate every, uh, every episode. Yeah. Something like that. That Sorry. I've decided that we are going to watch murder mystery. Oh, I've never heard of it. You've never heard of this movie? No. Interesting. This is a Netflix original film.
1: Huh? Starring... Oh, it's
0: very good. ...my good friend Adam Sandler.
1: Oh, no! (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) No! Yes, yes, Joel. We're already here. This is our... It's going to be a fourth episode. (laughs) we already... We're already on Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> and he's so old in it. He's like so done. What oh. is wrong, Joel?
0: You don't <laughs> oh, want to watch an Adam no. Sandler movie?
1: Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Add it to my list. All right, yeah. Oh, Add that movie in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, figured it, I figured it'd be fun to watch. Come on, it'll be, oh, it'll be a, a good conversation.
1: And his wife's sleeping with somebody else. Hi, right, boy.
0: Yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah, that might, that might be one that you also have to watch in parts because of how bad it is. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, full disclosure, I have not seen this movie. I don't know anything about it. I just saw that there's a new Adam Sandler <sighs> Netflix movie and I went, that's it.
1: Yeah. A long-awaited trip to Europe, a New York City cop and his hairdresser wife scrambled to solve a baffling murder aboard a billionaire's yacht. Nice. There it is. There it is folks. And the and the billionaires played by Bard from the Hobbit trilogy.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Orlando Bloom 2.0. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was weird to have them both in the movie, but Yeah. Okay, Joel, so uh, what have you been up to this week? What have you been watching? What have you been doing?
1: Uh, I watched more Dark Crystal. Nice. Uh, more Final Fancy. Play. Got back into Overwatch. Uh-huh. I'm excited to have Gen Five in Pokemon Go. That's gonna be pretty. Yeah, fun. that
0: that'll be fun.
1: Um, yeah, kind of celebrating the end of
0: summer, I guess.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: Autumn is coming quick. Get your uh, get your pumpkin spice out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, your sweaters, bean jackets. Mm-hmm. Watch them them leaves change colors. Yeah, it's almost Halloween. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. favorite time of year. Um. Yeah, uh, I've been reading some. Uh, been reading a lot of comics. Uh, lots of eighties Spider Man comics. Ooh, um. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's been that's been good. Uh, I watched the other day a movie with my family. We watched Instant Family. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm. It's a no. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, okay I was going to say another Adam Sandler one no I'm it, glad you found your new favorite actor yeah <laughs> new favorite actor oh sorry yeah your favorite actor <laughs> um yeah he uh, he I don't know what I'm saying oh yeah th- this movie that we were watching it was actually pretty fun and charming mm. it was it was a cute family movie that you know what was it called it's called I'm instant in family it, it wasn't anything groundbreaking it's about this um instant this couple family. they like they f- buy and fix oh, and flip yeah, houses and they decide yeah. instead of having kids, they're going to foster kids and then adopt them. Mm-hmm. So it's about, you know, it's about them adjusting to having foster kids and then the foster kids adjusting to having parents. Right. And there's like some struggle along the way. It's emotional and based on a oh. true story. So it's, it's, it's a fun watch. I, I yeah. thought that I was going to, be kind of miserable throughout watching the movie but mm-hmm. i was pleasantly surprised with with uh with how how much it kind of pulled at your heartstrings
1: oh that's really good yeah it was a
0: good one it was, it was definitely good to watch for the family too yeah uh other than that not a whole lot i've been busy getting ready for the con so it's been a lot of Rewatching watching other shows that I've already watched, mm-hmm. just because I don't have...
1: So when's, when's, when's that? When is that? That is
0: this Saturday. Ooh. And where can I find you? They, you can come find me at the Windsor Comic Con at the casino. I don't know how mm-hmm. many people are going to come to Windsor, Ontario that are listening to this podcast, but yeah, Saturday and Sunday, so September 21st and 22nd, I'm going to have a booth at the comic-con you can come oh, by me in the artist alley yeah
1: yeah fantastic
0: yeah but other than that i think that's about it for for this episode all
1: right well that's it for JJ lose the plot join us next
0: week for more stuff yeah so next week we're going to be talking about murder mystery the netflix original movie so watch that before you tune into next week's episode or don't or don't so yeah sure. you you this may be one that you want to skip I'm not sure don't skip the ep- mm-hmm. don't skip our episode of the podcast you can skip t- watching the movie before listening to us talk about it yeah you can find us at JJ lose the plot on Twitter you can also find us at J lose the plot on Facebook we're gonna be asking questions every week. Uh, that kind of relates to what we're going to be talking about. So if you comment and tweet at us, you might end up having your message on the podcast, and we'll, you know, chat about it. And we'd really like to kind of keep that conversation going. Uh, but before we go, I'd like to thank the Musical Ghost for the use of our theme song, Swing All Night and Day. Uh, thank you for watching with ears. Bye. Bye.